The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, the original HBIC, Katie Boyd. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Hey, 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 it's the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. How are you? Welcome to the Ambitious Podcast. I always like to start my podcast off with a quote, and this is by yours truly. You did not wake up today to be mediocre. You are a goddess, a medicine woman, a healer, a cherished mother, high priestess, warrior, and divine. You are here to be glorious, nothing more, nothing less. Little uh, quote from Katie Boyd. How are you guys today? So I want to talk about the famous Madeline Albright quote. And she once said, there is a special place in hell for women who don't help women. And I just believe that is so, so, so true. So a lot of us women, you know, we walk around and we point our fingers of why things in our lives are not the way that we want them to be. But mostly, if we're not living life ambitiously, if we're not living in our truth and our authenticity, if we are not where we want to be, mostly probably 99.9%, it's because we made really bad decisions. We continue to make those bad decisions and we are in a victim mentality. And I know a lot of you guys are going to call me names and the trolls might come out of the woodwork to talk shit and that's fine. But if I am saying something to you today that's making your panties kind of itchy, feel a little bunched up in the crack of lack, it's because I'm talking to you and you don't like it. It's striking a chord. So I want to talk a little bit um, about this quote. So it's funny because, you know, I keep a very close eye on the people who want to see me win. And I know that kind of sounds like a little bit maniacal, but it's really important for me to have a tribe and a community of women who are here supporting me and I supporting them. So I have been like watching all the things that I've been putting out on my social media, whether it's about my podcast or my ambitious book or my programs or the gym or whatever. And I, and I see who shares my stuff. And obviously if you share my stuff, I always go on and thank you. And then there's these people who like pretend to be like in my inner circle or they pretend to be my friend, but they're just frenemies. Like how many of you guys in this world right now that are women have women around you that they're kind of just there but they don't really want to see you go to the next level, right? And it's so funny because I was talking to my community of women, my tribe, my soul sisters, um, before I started today's podcast. And I was asking them, like, what are the things that you guys deal with in your day-to-day life that kind of relate to this Madeline Albright quote? And some of the women in the audience were talking about mom shaming, And I was like, what the fuck is mom shaming? I didn't even know this was a thing because I don't have little children. 
when I married my husband, I actually adopted his daughter, Karina, and uh, she was 13, so I didn't have to get stretch marks and my vagina doesn't look like a busted ravioli because of her. Thank you, Karina, for being my daughter that didn't wreck my punani. Okay, I love you for that. You're the best daughter a girl could have. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but I didn't know that there was this thing called mom shaming. And um, a lot of the women were talking about it. And I was asking them, like, well, what does it mean? And the girls were saying, you know, like you're in a grocery store and your kid is like literally having a fucking nutty meltdown and screaming. Or like you're at a restaurant and your kid is like screaming and people are like giving you the stank eye. And I'm like, oh, my God. When, when this person said this to me, I was like, I think I've been that person that's mom shamed other moms and not even known that I mom shamed them because I'm like, I am trying to get laid tonight and I am trying to have a couple of glasses of champagne with my man and I'm trying to loosen it up and your fucking kid is crying in my ear, right? And I'm like, oh my God, I was the mom shamer. So I apologize to all the moms out there that I've ever shamed and maybe someday if there's enough drugs in the world, both pre and post having the baby, I might have a baby someday and then you motherfuckers can mom shame me too. <laughs> But I'm talking like there's got to be a lot of drugs, a lot of alcohol for that to happen, and a lot of Sade, because that's what gets me horny, let's be, let's be honest. I love me some Sade. A lot of you people are too young to know who Sade is, but Google that shit. She's fucking bomb. She gets you in the mood. Okay, so the mom shaming in the grocery store, that's craziness, right? Or um, the gossip shit. Like, let me be totally honest with you. I, love, I used to love me some gossip. Ooh. Mm, yummy. So juicy, right? Because gossip, what it does for women is it actually takes the emphasis on our, off our own shit and put it onto other women. So like, we're like, oh, fuck her. Look at her. Who does she think she is? Oh, did you hear so-and-so? Her man is cheating on her. Oh, did you hear that? She's banging her neighbor. Like all this drama. But the truth is, is like, we're talking shit because it makes us feel better about ourselves, right? So it takes the emphasis on our own shit. We shine the light on someone else, blow up their spot. So we don't have to be like the feast of gossip, right? So that's another way that women really keep other women down. And even like what I was saying before about like people sharing my stuff, it's like, I can't tell you how many times a day people inbox me on Facebook, DM me on Instagram, email me on like 10 different emails that I have, text me, call me, like they'll even call my mother. Like if I don't, if I don't answer their text, they'll text my mom. I'm serious. Like, and people are like, do you think that Katie can do this favor for me? Do you think she can share this thing for me? Do you think she can get me in with this person? Do you think I, and it's like, okay, I can do all that for you. I'm here to serve because that's why I was put on this earth. But at the same time, there has to be reciprocation. There has to be a quid pro quo because what happens is, and if you guys have followed me and you know who I am, I always talk about you can't pour from an empty cup. If you're just like selling your pussy on the sidewalk, like it's a $2 day and you're working the night shift and it's overtime, right? And you're trying to buy a baby a new pair of shoes, like you're just working it. And then all of a sudden you're like laying your head on the pillow at night and you're like, oh my God, like, what did I do for myself today? Like, where are, where are my people saving me? The bottom line, people, is if you're an ambitious woman, you got to understand something. No one's going to save you. you got to save yourself. No one's going to fill up your cup. you got to fill up your own cup, right? That's what it's all about. But we as women especially should be in the age of Aquarius, holding each other's hands, linking arms, and standing together with each other to go to the next level. And remember, guys, and a lot of you guys might not know this, 
So for the last 2,500 years, we've been living in what uh, the spiritual world calls the age of Pisces. And the age of Pisces has been for the last 2,500 years, pr pretty much around the time that Jesus was born, okay? So think about all the shit that's gone down, especially for us women in the last 2,500 years. I mean, hello, Salem witch trials, anyone? I mean, fucking Tichaba, like, let's get our shit together here, right? We're just like, she did it, oh my God, I have hysteria. Oh my God, this is crazy, right? Like, this is the shit I'm talking about. We have been shitting on each other and putting each other down for over 2,500 years. And then everyone's looking at each other going, how did we get in this space? How did we get here? It's like we allowed ourselves to be put here, right? So now we have just in the last year ushered in to this magical age of Aquarius. I'm not just saying that because I'm an Aquarius and I'm a narcissistic fuck, but I'm saying this because the age of Aquarius is a badass place to be. The age of Aquarius is all about, you take my hand, I'll take your hand, I have these skills and talents, you have these skills and talents, let's go to the next level together. And that's what this age of Aquarius is all about. Now, some people that are living in the age of Aquarius are still like chilling back in the dizzle in the age of the Piscean era where they're living in this lack mentality in this lack mindset. And then we're pointing the fingers at all of our, our sisters saying like, well, you're keeping us small and you're keeping us little and you're not allowing us to grow. And it's like, dude, you are your own motherfucking woman. The only person that's going to let you do anything is yourself. Stop looking for the outside to come in and save you, right? So in this age of Aquarius, we need to wake up and we need to start really pooling our talents and pooling all the amazing things about each other to join hands to go to the next level, okay? So a lot of people that are living in the age of Aquarius right now, it was so funny because uh, one of my husband's friends, Dave, just came up to me before the podcast uh, started, and he was talking about politics. And if you know me, I don't touch politics because I'm the president of my own United States of America, and I am in the Green Party. That means making money, so I don't really care about what the hell else is going on in this world. My husband's looking at me right now laughing, but he was talking about politics. And I have um, one of my girls here right now, Kate McAleer, who joined me today. Hi, Kate. And she is in the political arena. And she was talking about how she helps women get elected into, po into political offices and how, you know, the, the Republicans are bashing the Democrats and the Democrats are bashing the Libertarians and all this shit. And it's like, you guys, we're all here for the same fucking reason. We all just want to love and be loved, be seen, be heard, be cared about right? We all want to just live our best life, whatever that means to each one of us. So we are really our own worst enemies, right? We really, really are. And we need to wake up. I want to read um, a Marianne Williamson quote. And I absolutely love Marianne Williamson. Um, she's gone a little bit off the deep end in the last couple years. Um, <laughs> Like, she's just too politically involved, and um, a lot of people are going to talk shit to me right now, and they're going to be like, Ill, you're a woman, and you should be spiritual, uh, you should be political. My politics is spirituality, okay? My politics is spirituality, and I'm not going to bash anyone for um, what they choose in politics, but, you know, she goes a little, she gets a little crazy, but back in the day, she was, uh, amazing spiritualist and I know she still is she's just having a moment god bless you Marianne and what she says is one of my favorite favorite quotes 
and I want to read it to you here today. Many of you probably have heard it before, um, especially if you come to KBMFC. I like read this all the time because I have to keep banging this into our heads. And this is what she said, and it's a quote from a book called A Return to Love. And she says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Yes, Marianne, you're just giving me life right there. And pretty much what she's saying as we as women have to really step up into our power, into our truth, into our authenticity. We need to be unapologetic of who we are and where we want to go. We can't take any prisoners. We have to do this on our own. And I believe a true powerful woman, a true leader in our society right now makes everyone feel seen, makes everyone feel loved, makes everyone feel like they're part of something so much bigger than just themselves. And we, as leaders in the female community, also give other women permission to shine when we just shine our own light. We live in this society where we're just so uncomfortable to step into our truth. We're so uncomfortable to grab life by the balls and squeeze and really go to the next level. And we're so afraid of like what people are going to say about us on Facebook and this person's going to talk shit and this person's going to say this. Motherfuckers, they're going to talk shit about you anyways. Whether you do the best thing ever or if you do the most low down, shadiest, dirty shit, you're going to be talked about. Bottom line. So if you guys know that, what the fuck is holding you back from becoming the woman or the human that God and the universe co-conspire to create you to be? That's my question to you. So if you're listening to me right now and you're running on the treadmill or you're driving, well, if you're running on the treadmill, speed it up because I hope I just amped your ass up. If you're driving, don't step on the gas any harder because you're probably already a lead foot like me and I don't want any, I don't want any accidents from this podcast. But think about it, guys. We are the ones holding ourselves back and we are living in this fake book reality. We think that Facebook is actually real fucking life. It's the biggest lump of bullshit that's ever been served to you on a silver platter. Can I get an amen? Sean is back there friggin' shaking his head. I love you, Sean. Thank you. Thank you for giving me all that love. It's so true. You know, we go on, we go on Facebook and we go on the gram and, you know, we see like these women and they're like, 
on the red rocks. They're doing the perfect dancer posture. And, you know, they're eating like the most gorgeous acai bowl in Bali. And, you know, they're eating an oyster off their husband's ball sack. And you're like, I should be eating an oyster off of my husband's ball sack in Thailand and the overwater bungalows, drinking champagne. Like, what the? F it's not true. This is not real life. And then what happens is, especially we as women, I talk about this all the time at my gym. People will be like, I'm, I'm just so depressed. I'm like, why? What the fuck is wrong with you? And they're like, all my friends are like on vacation and all my friends are like having babies and they're getting married and they're like getting a new car and like all this shit. I'm like, bitch, first of all, they're having a baby because their birth control didn't f f fucking come through for them, okay? It wasn't like they planned this, like, b this child. I mean, some of you guys do, let's be honest. But, like, let's be honest, someone's a mistake that we're just going to live with. I appreciate that, okay? And then you see these people with, like, these high-end cars. It's like, motherfucker, that is leased. That is leased. Okay, this bitch don't own this shit, right? Like, Oprah always said, if it's on your ass, it's not an asset. Right? Like, they don't have a dollar to their name. They are mortgaged out to the hill. Like, we don't know the truth of, like, what people's bank accounts look like. We don't know that, like, I always say to my husband, and I posted this on my Instagram last week, I was doing a photo shoot at my gym, and I had a, like, fake walk on my treadmill, like, in full hair and makeup. And I was like, little did you know that me and my husband just got into a hellacious fight right before this photo shoot. I farted. I soiled myself. I had to go change my Lululemons. <laughs> let's be honest and like people don't see that they see like my perfect hair and makeup walking on the treadmill in my Lululemons they don't see anything else and that's the problem you guys are living this fake book life and then we hate on our sisters because we're like oh she has more than me her husband's six pack is tighter like oh it's like how the fuck do you know this he could have a needle dick the size of Thumbelina Okay, you don't know what he's packing, all right? And like we make up all of these fucking fake stories and it's all a bunch of bullshit. So get into reality. And the reality is, is that we as women need to lift each other up. We need to back each other up. We need to ask each other, do you need help? Are you really okay today? Because if you come to KBMSC, everybody knows when they walk in, I'll say like, how are you today? And if they don't say, like, great, I don't be like, oh, just be positive. No. Like, maybe I feel like a bag of smashed assholes today. And maybe I need to tell my soul sister that I feel like a big old bag of smashed assholes. And that is okay. And I'm going to be like, come here, put your head in my bosom. When she'll wipe me a couple times, you'll feel better after that. But the thing is, is we're living in this like faux spiritual, faux positive fake book world. And then we wonder why we're all hating on each other. We're all jealous of each other. You know, my grandmother once said to me, jealousy is a disease. Get well soon. And I, those words always rang so true in my, in my heart and in my mind. And if you know me, if you really know Katie motherfucking Boyd, I am not jealous at all of anyone. When other women are winning, I literally get so excited. Like, I live for this shit. If men are winning, I get so excited and live for this shit. I literally live for this shit. When my girls are, like, making moves and living their best life and doing things that they never thought that they would do or achieve, I get, like, tingles all over my body. I don't lay in bed and be like... <laughs> Who does she think she is being all skinny and in shape and beautiful and powerful? No, I'm like, yes, I want more of that. Can we please have more of that? And that's why 
peer groups, guys, is so, so, so important. I can't tell you how many people I've had in my life in the last like 10, 15 years that I thought were my friends and, you know, if the wind blows their ass hair the wrong way, they're just bouncing out of here. They're not like, you know, God forbid, what if I got sick? What if I lost my business? What if I needed help? They were like, peace out, motherfucker. And now my biggest thing in life is to surround myself, not only with like amazing men, shout out to the men here today watching, but to surround myself with peer groups of amazing women who all bring something to the table. And I'm not saying that every time you're around chilling with me that you have to be like high as a kite on like fifth dimensional reality, like on a magic carpet with like crystals hanging out of your ass, which that would be so fucking awesome, by the way, if that really happened. But you don't have to be like that. There's days where girls come into my gym and they fucking cry in yoga. Or like when I am doing a meditation, there's like people sobbing and I'm like, yes, bitch, let it out. Because we're living in this reality right now where it's not okay to show people your true feelings. And I think that this, I'm all about positivity. I'm all about love and light and unicorns and like nipple tassels and kittens. Like I'm all about that rainbow shooting out of my twang. But if you are not happy and you come to my gym and you need to fucking vent, Lay it out there because all the women at KBMFC are going to lift you up and pick you up. We're not going to look at you like, oh my God, how dare you bring this negativity into my space? No. And so many other people in the world, that's how they're you know, playing people. It's like, don't feel your feelings, move on, get over it. And it's like, this is why we as women especially are in the mess, I'm using my quotation fingers, are in the mess that we're in. Because we're not allowing ourselves to be present and to show up for each other. And so my homework for you all after listening to this podcast is when you ask someone how they're doing, ask them how they're doing. And whatever they say back to you, fucking take some of that from the, for them. Take some of that burden for them. You know, it's like... I'm standing in line at the checkout counter and I say to the girl like, oh, how are you? And the girl just looks at me and goes, how are you? And then she just starts scanning my groceries. She doesn't give a fuck how I am. I actually do care how she is though because I'm a loving person and this is why I'm on earth. But a lot of people don't care. So your homework is for the next time is show up for your sisters. When you ask them how they are, Fucking be there and listen. Don't just go on to the next thing. It's so freaking rude and ridiculous. And take a little bit of their burden from them. Take a little bit. Because I think that we right now, like I watched the Joe Rogan Netflix uh, comedy special last night. And he was like, we're living in the best of times right now, which I do believe we are living in the best of times right now. I mean, we're not dying of fucking gonorrhea and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you get a little drippy down there, there's antibiotics for that shit. We're not just like, I'm dying of consumption. Oh. No, there's penicillin for that shit, okay? We're living in the fucking best of times, right? Like, if you need your leg amputated, they're not like, hey, bite this fucking piece of wood and, like, here's a, here's a bottle of, you know, brandy or whatever, right? We're living in the best of times. But the problem is, is that it's just really weird. And this is what he was talking about last night. He's like... You know, everybody thinks that this is the worst of times. No, it's the best of times. It's just weird as fuck, right? And, and we're telling each other, don't feel your feelings. Be positive. No. If you're feeling sad, if you're feeling depressed, if you have anxiety, you need to have a peer group of women that you can call and be like, yo, dog, 
I'm feeling fucking crazy today. Like I text my girls all the time and I'm like, dude, I don't know what the fuck is going on with this energy, but I literally feel like a raped ape. I don't even know what to say about the way I feel. And then my girls text me back and say like, oh shit, I feel that too. Like I haven't slept in three days and I've been sleeping with black tourmaline under my pillow to keep the heebie-jeebies away. And I'm like, yes, I feel that. So get some fucking peer groups. Let your friends and your sisters feel their feelings. I'm not saying be a dumping ground for them, but just like let them, let them feel their feelings and own some of their shit. Be the sister, be the healer, be the medicine woman, step up for them, okay? So on our next podcast, we are going to be talking all about how to make today your bitch, okay? And I always tell you at the end of every one of my podcasts, if you go to kbmfc.com and you scroll down on the homepage and you sign up for my free newsletter, you will get a chance to win a keto starter kit from Ancient Nutrition that's worth over $250,000. Oh my God, I was like, that made me so horny. I was like, $250,000? Shit. Maybe someday, $250, which is still a lot of money. I'm not going to fucking lie, okay? And if you want to see me live, go to the Kripalu website because I'm going to be live at Kripalu the first weekend in January 2019 on the 4th, 5th, and 6th. And if you feel like this podcast can help another woman, please share this shit. Go on whatever podcast uh, platform that you're listening on and give it a five-star rating. It would make me so horny. And as I always say, see you next Tuesday. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.